1: Hello and welcome to a very, very special episode of Tender, Loving Care. It's spooky season and Kate and I wanted to discuss something equally horrifying as Halloween um, and then also have something genuinely spooky and mystical mixed into it. So Kate and I are going to bring you today an episode that covers purely sister wives. And we also have a very, very special guest. Kate how excited are you? I'm so excited for all elements of this phone call. (laughs) I know there's a lot going on because we have discussed sister wives we've had it on our wheel of shame before and there is 18 seasons so you know there's a lot to discuss um, about the demise of these monsters. But um, we need an expert. I wanted somebody to come in that we could really chat with that knew these gals and Cody really well. And um, I happened, Kate, to guest on an amazing podcast that is called Glittercast. And it is with my darling friend, Renee Watts. And somehow she, we got into the conversation that she loves Sister Wives. So we want to welcome to our podcast Renee Watt, professional writer, astrologer, psychic, and witch. Hello Renee!
0: Hi!
2: I'm so excited because I, for like, I, so I've watched every single episode of Sister Wives, but I even, like, Oh, wow. I even like rewatched. I think through season fifteen, what? maybe sixteen, because like because uh, I I don't know. I just like had
1: to watch it again. I I was invested. Still, um, listen, we understand Kate and I. I mean, I'm probably a little bit more guilty of this than Kate because obviously we are huge Bravo fans as well as TLC. I have watched the Real Housewives of New York. The very first episode, we're not discussing the latest season because it doesn't count, but every single episode, multiple, multiple times. It's my cozy show. I like it in the background. And Sister Wives is like that as well.
2: Yeah. Sister Wives is just like, it's always just so easy to watch for me. And I always just feel super engaged with
1: like what's happening yeah, it's uh, and there's there's a lot and also a little as well. <laughs> many seasons. Um, so I just want to Kate. This is your first time um meeting Renee, but I have t- I know I've definitely bragged about her a lot before. Um, I met I just for the listeners, I just want to let you know how I met Renee because it's such an amazing story. Um in Los Angeles, there is an amazing occult apothecary called The Crooked Path of Magnolia in, in Burbank. And I happened upon there on my birthday. I went in and they were offering readings and I thought, why not? I'll get my uh, cards read, my tarot cards read. Went in, met Renee, had an amazing reading for numerous reasons. But one of them was very interesting that she mentioned um, when my grandfather would kind of come in to see me, there would be a shamrock and I was like, okay, all right. And we kind of had a good reading, good rapport. And I left and um, we went to a pub locally and I was telling my partner at the time about the reading and I looked at the bar and there was a guy with his um, wearing shorts with a big shamrock on his calf. And I was like, all right, boom, sold, done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I also think that Kate, I'm sure because, you know, Kate's in um, Austin, but she, we met in L.A. and Kate, I did you ever go to any readings in L.A.? I did not,
3: but mm-hmm. I, yeah, you're right. I've, I've heard so many phrases sung uh, by Pauline about you and I've, mm-hmm. I'm so
1: excited to finally meet you. I know because there are so many, so many people that take advantage of people that want to have readings in LA. And so when right. you find good psychic, good tarot card reader, good witch, I love saying that. Um, It's, it's amazing. So thank you for joining us, love.
2: Yeah. Thank you. And thank you for being my hype girl. always always um
1: the love is so mutual oh my love so Kate why do you want to dive
3: yeah so okay
1: Okay, so
3: you said you've seen every season some of them multiple times (laughs) um how did you get into watching it like when it was first were you watching it when it was first airing and what were your initial feelings about all of these people and how they function
2: okay so i feel like i'm about to give you like a mm. way deeper answer than like you guys are anticipating so as soon as i saw the first commercial for sister wives i was like oh fuck yes yes because all right i grew up in phoenix arizona and <gasps> right, the- right no totally well flagstaff but not only that on the border between Arizona and Utah was the polygamous compound of Warren Jeffs. Yes. 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 One of two. And so I was like 18 or 19 years old when all over the news, there was this story about these polygamists that were living in my state with 12 year old child brides and like multiple wives. And I just remember being like. What? Like in Arizona, like in America? Yeah. Like what is happening because I was like you know, like that's just such a like pivotal age for you like you're going into college and and I just couldn't believe what had happened. So after that, I actually read three different autobiographies by women who had lived polygamy either in the compound in northern Arizona or the one that they ended up opening in Texas, which I believe is like where they finally arrested Warren Jeffs, but mm. like she, like Warren Jeffs was totally and still is running like this polygamous sect from prison. Yeah. And I like the, the journalist who basically took down Warren Jeffs, Mike Watkiss was like, you know, a local news anchor. And weirdly, I was just at a murder trial in Phoenix. My best friend, Sarah Turney, who if you're into true crime, you may yeah. know her, her sister disappeared and her dad went to trial for the murder of Alyssa Turney and was acquitted. But I was there because I'd known Sarah since I was like three and Mike Watkiss was there. So not to like totally trail, wow. but wow. I've just been like heavily invested in like the Warren Jeff story, in polygamy. Um, I've watched every polygamous show, like Shiny Happy People, My Five Wives, Searching for a Sister Wife. Yeah. Like, I've watched them all. And I don't know if it's a past life thing or what, mm-hmm. but I, I just like devour polygamist content. And I will say, like, if you are looking to read a book from a polygamist who escaped yes. burn Jeff's The Witness War Red by Rebecca Muser is the best
1: one. But I've read three. Like, I can give you guys names of books to read. <laughs> Ooh, we, yeah, we should do that because first of all i had no idea about that i am so i'm so fascinated by that because yeah the whole warren jeff's trial and that like you said there's been numerous documentaries and things like that about him i think the most recent was that keep sweet um yeah that
2: was it that shiny happy people was the other messed up family
1: right yeah keep there's yeah. so many there's so many it's hard to keep track yeah <laughs> Also, it's TLCs like you said I think you just mentioned two or three um TLC shows yeah I'm also fascinated with this so yeah TLC is a lot to answer for but your your path from get falling in love with um with Cody and the gals is 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 not similar to ours Kate I don't know What's your story of how you started with Sister Wives? Did I just force it upon you or? Uh, A little bit. I Mm. (laughs) No, no,
3: no. I mean, I had seen it. It was one of those background shows that I had kind of dipped into here and there before we started covering it on the podcast. So I was aware of them and had seen a few episodes. But then I always take your uh, TV recommendations very seriously. So when you're like, you have to watch this (laughs) Curly haired maniac. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> and so it snowballed from there.
1: So yeah, that's where it was. Got it. <laughs> I mean, I try to think back, like sometimes Kate and I will be asked, you know, how did you first get into Bravo shows and TLC shows and just reality junk in general? And I describe it as though I can't remember a life before Housewives. I mean, Housewives is so encompassing to me. It's like, I can't even remember. A life when I didn't watch Housewives. I've no idea how it starts (laughs) now. But with Sister Wives, I think it it was the same as UK. I think I was, you know, going around TLC and I just saw this guy and I just remember watching it and they were like, oh, by the way, we're on season 18. I'm going to keep saying that because there has been 15 seasons of nothing. (laughs) Like nothing. We had the catfish, but nothing. And now finally we are being gifted with the most beautiful gift of all is that all the women are going fuck you <laughs> and leaving but yeah uh, I remember the first like seasons you go back and watch and Kate and I watched them for the podcast so the wheel of shame that we have all of our shows and from TRC picked Sister Wives and Kate and I were like oh my god there's so many and they're all like an hour long but we did, I think, like, se- like seasons one through to five or something. I mean, I've wait. I realize I've wasted hundreds of hours of my life <laughs> watching Cody Brown.
2: It's not a waste. <laughs> it's worth That's it.
1: You know, thank <laughs> you. Thank you. I hope. Rain.
2: I hope that when I die, just the entire series of Sister Wives flashes before my eyes. Actually, I also really love Big Love. That's like one of my favorite series of all time.
1: I that's another one that I need I forced Kate I was like Kate you have to watch it Big Love I've watched like three or four times one of the best shows of the ending
2: (gasps) oh my god I can't watch it without crying and I don't I don't cry unless animals die I don't cry Ah, interesting if I'm watching the last episode of Big Love I'm crying
1: Always.
3: Always. I'm always crying. I cried today. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I hope it was a good cry. Like I hope you felt good afterwards.
3: It was just a general overwhelm cry.
2: Yeah. I mean I that's really endearing and adorable.
1: It is. It is. Um so I mean, we what well, a really big thing that I should say, Renee, before we get into these guys, is what happened for our pod that we we got this tip off uh back in i think it was what it was like november of last year or something kate um i met protect all my sources but i met a gentleman who um knew someone that was working on this season of sister wives he gave us this background goss that we put on the potty as an exclusive and it blew up so we got all this media we were in the sun we were in people we were in like all of these things due to cody brown so Kate and I definitely have an affinity with this show, right, Kate? Yeah, it
3: really got a lot more attention than I realized it would. And it was it was very exciting. It was a little bit overwhelming, but overall a great thing.
1: It was, <laughs> it was amazing. It was amazing. <laughs> All right. So when we are approaching this whole monster of 18 18 seasons, um I'm trying to think of like where we should start. So I I mean, I think I'd love to break down kind of the fact that for so many, we have stuck by and watched these women and Cody um run around having you know thanksgivings so there's a lot of conversation about food and holidays all the time with them yeah. and I love those episodes I love the episodes where they're like well you know what are we doing for thanksgiving in that season when they had like a hundred people for thanksgiving and yeah. they had this facade and we've seen the you know of course when Robin was brought in and um, they had the wedding and Renee a a a fond memory of mine and I think Kate will agree that we had to review is remember when they were doing remember they spent like eight episodes writing this family um, like a family kind of um, it wasn't a prayer it was like a family promise remember they had to write that big thing their their family mission
2: statement (laughs) mission statement (laughs) Yeah, I've watched it more than once, I told
1: you. (laughs) (laughs) They spent like eight episodes going over this mission statement. It was going to be presented, right? At this big renewal, whatever it was. And they had that woman that came in that tried to make all their dresses, but then like (laughs) failed at the last minute. Do you remember that day? It was one of the funniest things. She's like... (sighs) I don't know if you've got anything else to wear and Christine was just wearing like this monk's cassock like a (laughs) a brown thing it was one of the best
2: yes yes I totally I it's not like one of the clearest episodes for me um Mm. I obviously remember the mission statement but I do like remember the dress now the like the brown sack dress
1: I mean, it was. What would you say stands out? I mean, we'll get into this season that's currently airing, but out of all of them that you've watched, what are the pivotal points that you've seen and have have just either thought, this is so awful, this is terrible, or just laughed hysterically like I do on a regular basis watching the show?
2: Well, I mean, I feel like I really hope that, well, I have to say, like, I really hope the show doesn't get canceled because everything's <gasps> falling apart. Like, I hope they figure out how to keep filming. And I think they have to, because I think it's like their main source of income. Like, I don't, you know, I don't yes. think there's like a plan B for like mm-hmm. Cody Brown. Uh, and <laughs> all has nothing.
3: Wait, <laughs> you, <going>. mean, you <laughs> yeah. mean my sister wife's closet isn't going to pull um, in all the money they yeah. need?
2: You know what? what? I looked into it because they had all these cute necklaces that said sister wife. And I was like going to get matching ones for
1: me, my friend. Right. And I was
2: like, I'm. I'm not spending this money on
1: that. <laughs> By the way, unclear whatever that the website's still up the last time I looked. And it's just this like four items no longer available. But they, Robin tried. She really tried. With she
2: that. But you know what? I'm then like... you have like, um, I think Mary and Christine are selling Lou which is like the con artist legging.
1: Well, good. I'm glad you brought that up because the whole season, right, right now, is Mary. This, this was, this was. I'm sorry, I shouldn't laugh. I'm gonna warn you, Renee. I'm gonna be a little bit nasty, okay? I get That's a little okay. bit nasty talking you, about these people. It, it can be it, but when she, this episode, <laughs> when she's telling. You know, she's telling Mr. Ringlets that I've got to move my business, got to move my business. And it's her clothing business. And you're right. It is that Lulu Robe. But also, if you check out their Instagram, kates so I think you saw this. They're all hawking this multi-level marketing. Yes gut health shakes which the, is like, yeah, like they're lots. weird
2: drinks and they have their kids roped into it too like i think the like <laughs> healthy doing it like a bunch of the kids are selling these weird they look like glow sticks right they yes. like put them in their clear bottles and it's like yeah. this crazy ass pink color or yeah. like blue or whatever and i'm just like it's totally multi-level marketing yes Which we all know is like the PC way of calling something a
1: pyramid scheme. Yeah, absolutely. And what I love is that now, instead of saying weight loss or it's gut health, that's what they're saying now. So it's like your gut health drinks. It's like, no, really. It's like, so you shit yourself with these drinks, because you know, that's exactly what they do. And then you feel skinny afterwards. Like, right. you know, what, but that's what Christine was walking a lot. And I know Mer- uh, Janelle was in mm-hmm. on it. Janelle was in on it. Um, but Mary, I think you're right. I think Mary's her clothing business is is really right.
2: I wa- like I have this fantasy that I'll stay at like the B&B one. <laughs> One day, but she's she's hosting. She's doing these like haunted tours right now for Halloween at the B and That's it's only fifty dollars, and she'll what? take you through the house and tell you about all the ghosts that supposedly live in the house. And you get it's like fifty dollars to get a ghost tour from Mary Brown. And I was like, damn it! Like if I was in Phoenix, I'd think about it. <laughs> like I think about driving up for that.
1: I of course, because I keep thinking you're in LA. Of course you're not. But why did you? Oh my God. That, 50, well, that's a change because there was this whole article a couple of months ago about her charging a ridiculous amount of money for her to do a private retreat. I don't know if you guys read about this. It was something like mm. 10 grand to go and stay <laughs> in that shit, in that, in that nice b <laughs> Oh, That, that and, modest
3: farmhouse.
1: <laughs> thank you, Kate. Modest farmhouse b b um that looks like it's just covered in dust every scene they go in there the furniture I feel like you pick up the pillow and you're like oh there's dust coming out of that but um yeah and she was doing a retreat with her um there was meditation there was some bullshit talk she was going to give and it was like 15 grand um I don't think think she sold me tickets (laughs)
2: I know I'm like I always am thinking about like how can I use my status as an astrologer to make these mm. people like
0: to
2: mm. me like can I offer you like free meditation yes. can I offer you but like I like you can't I don't think I could
1: do that I need you to I can you imagine approaching um Cody Brown I'd love to give you a reading oh my god um so let me see what else I have here Kate what do you want to touch on before we get into the season overall stuff
3: um, yeah, overall stuff. Um. I guess, yeah, what was, what's the biggest impression you have of like Cody and Robin and like where things went wrong in the seasons past? Like, can you pinpoint yeah. where you think things yeah. took a big turn?
2: Yeah, I think it was a mistake to leave Las Vegas. I feel think that was when everything fell apart because like it seemed like they were settling in they were all near each other and like you know Cody had this like you know fantasy that they'd all live in this big house which like Mm -hmm. I think would have been fantastic that would have been like the best that probably would have been the best thing they could have done for for themselves and for us you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) like just watch that um but yeah I mean and I feel like you know, obviously Mary being catfished was a problem. Um, like I feel like honestly, the the steadiest relationship he probably ever had was with Janelle. Because, you mm. know, she seems like the most even keel, the most logical one. And I and you know, he's probably the most in love with Robin, but I think yeah. Janelle is probably the like the most easygoing, most sensible one. And so, yeah. you know. The fact that she's leaving.
1: I know. And I think, you know, remember, don't forget his infamous uh, infamous quote this season. She loves his pecs and his six pack. I mean, you know, she is... I think that Janelle is genuinely sexually attracted and likes to get, get it on with Cody. I, bet, I think they
2: probably are real good there.
1: I think so too. I think they have the best sex out of all of them. Oh. I think... what what janelle wants is to see him like twice a month to have sex and then he goes off and does his thing and she goes off and does her her thing that's it i think she'd be very happy with that but you know what he did to the kids renee that's all it is
2: it's the problem with the kids because he's like sorry if you're hearing a clicking my guinea pig is drinking water and I always forget. Like I'll usually just take it away for a little bit and give her a bowl instead when I'm recording. So oh. sorry for hearing the clicking. Oh, cool. But um, yeah, I totally think that like the kids was non-negotiable for her, and like he was just like he's being such a baby about it. Like mm-hmm. you're the parent; it doesn't matter if they're adults. Like, and the last, um, the last episode where they all talked about the situation. Mm. Um which like I definitely think that Christine masks her desire to stir the pot with like I want to check in with the kids emotionally. Yeah. Because she never she never advocates for reconciliation. Yeah. Which is like if you're genuinely like trying to make sure there's a healthy relationship happening um between the kids and their father, you have to be like, well, I'm so sorry that happened, but like, you know, and then offer an advice to make the situation better. And I'm like, I feel mean just saying that because I hate saying mean things about people, and I actually like I don't it in a apparently.
0: lot of ways.
2: <laughs> but I just like, and then also there was this one part in the episode where,
1: um, who's the oldest son that just bought the apartment? Listen, there, are, there's Garrison McElty, McElty, McK- uh, uh, Gary. I don't the name garrison,
2: is garrison i don't know it's the oldest it's the army one because yeah. gabe i think is the sensitive G- one
1: gabe's the sensitive one i think it might be garrison bought his house
2: yeah so i think yeah i think you're right i think garrison so like there's this one time where garrison's like talking about how like that that text thread which i wish someone would oh. just speak why not? I no. know. It, well, because whoever leaks it, it'll be obvious who leaked it because it'll show like who's sending yeah. versus receiving. Unless they transcribe it, so like yeah. you know, and you're thinking about leaking it, and you don't and the- just <laughs> transcribe it and leak it. Um, yeah. But like there was this time where Garrison's talking about how like Robin was making it about her, and Janelle was like lo- like looking at him. Like mm. she loved it. Like she mm. loved mm. what he was like saying. Oh, I yeah. think. I think they like secretly love it. I don't think they'll participate, but I think they secretly love it when people smash like Robin.
1: I think so too, and it's a re- and I saw Kate like nodding, smiling so hard when you were saying about Christine because I want to hear Kate what you think of Christine because I know you have a strong opinion on her, but I will tell you. Uh, June Diane Raphael, the actress, writer, and Casey Rose Wilson um, and Elizabeth Lane, they did a podcast where they were discussing, they, they're obsessed with them, um, sister wives. So they do sometimes get together and talk about it. And June Diane uh, Raphael has a quote about Christine that I thought is dead on. She said, That Christine, she's as mean as a snake. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Hey, what is your opinion of Christine? I love Christine.
3: I think that she has held in a lot of feelings and a lot of thoughts for years and years. And now that she's finally, I mean, she's always, you know, had her little sassy confessionals, but Mm -hmm. now that she's officially not with him, I think she's having a little fun and like letting it all out and stirring the pot. Yes, she is in a, in a sneaky, um, concerned way yeah yes. you can see through what she's doing I, mean, I think she's funny yeah
1: You're so right there with I mean it was you could I swear I need to get screenshots of her going at that table that eating that key lime pie so Garrison I wasn't there what exactly happened to Christmas I mean she is a sneaky little bitch and I love
0: it
2: <laughs> yeah yeah I mean it's hard because I feel like I feel like with Robin I think that she's genuinely like a very sweet sensitive like loving loyal person but I also think that she like does use that to be like I'm so nice like you know I just want to love you guys I'm so nice and I also think that like it's like her being the perfect wife or whatever mm-hmm. is totally like part of the reason why all of his other relationships failed because she should have been like, you can't stay here. You have yeah. to go. And she's like, she's like saying, but also I feel like Cody can't be told what to do, but also like you've like, it's it's like, she's too much of a pushover. And so she's just like drowning in what's happening around her, but she could like, no, you have to go do this or like, I'm going to go. Like you know what I mean like she's yeah. has words to play that she's not playing
3: but she sees the other women's taking a stand like that and then Cody mm-hmm. pushes them away and I think yeah. she's like if I that's do right. that he'll do the same thing to me maybe and yeah you're right she's like always hedging with right
2: well is. and sh- she's raised in this highly submissive culture right yeah. and, like, yeah. all these women yeah. were raised to be highly submissive because that's just the nature of like mormonism and polygamy I would
1: also I would also say that I think all of that's true about Robin and I am no Robin fan but and those daughters will get on to them um I have strong opinions about those daughters but Robin um herself I will say she got the shit end of the stick because she came into this family being promised polygamy right being promised sister wives being promised that we're all looking after each other's kids and she comes in and everyone's kids are pretty much grown up and Janelle's like I'm not looking after your kids and Christine's like I'm not looking after your kids so she really was left with all these promises of these sister wives coming in and helping these kids they never did well, and I thought that
2: like the, the relationship that had the best chance was Christine and Robin because Christine, you know, had truly right when Robin was marrying into the family and then, you know, Robin started popping out like, oh, yeah. you know, her children of the corn offspring right afterwards. Yeah. And so like, I, you know, I feel like there could have been opportunities. And I think it's really weird that, um, the two daughters like ignore each other in the
1: hall mm-hmm. at school. That was a revelation. Now, let's talk about those kids because we got something very special in this last episode that aired um, of season 18 that we got an interview one-on-one with, I guess, Robin has four children. Is that right? Five? No, she's three with the... What does she have? Does she have three with the previous? She's
2: got five because she's got Peyton, right? No, Peyton's a different one. She's got she's got the one with dark hair, and she's got yeah. two girls from a previous marriage, and then she had Solomon,
1: an Ariel her- or Aurora uh-huh. or I don't know these names, but it's it's there's something. a along lot of them are so similar. Yeah. Um. So she the two girls that were interviewed. There's I guess ones that I think they're talking about like either end of high school or they're at a community college together. Unclear, but um they were sat there and they were speaking, and when she started to cry. I went, uh-uh. Uh-uh. No, she, those two girls have been, I mean, you can't imagine what Cody tells them at night, right? But I think also, um, I don't trust them. Yes, I am casting these aspersions against young girls. I don't trust them. I didn't like their crying, and I think they're complete manipulators. I didn't buy a second of I'm just so nice. They were doing exactly what Robin does. I
0: LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. I'm just so nice and everyone thinks
1: I'm terrible. I was like, shut up. I didn't like those kids at all.
2: You know, she's basically a clone of her mom. I like, I was watching it with my boyfriend who I like, I didn't even rope him into watching it. Like he just like sat on the couch one day while I was watching it. And I was like, oh, this is one of our new shows. And now he'll be like, is there another Sister Wives? But he won't like, he won't be like, I like Sister Wives. He'll be like, I just, you know, if it's on, I like to be with you. I'm like, shut up. You fucking love it. (laughs) But he was like, is that her clone? Like it's, they look exactly the same. They act exactly the same. Their faces move the exact same way. And I will say that, like, I do think that these kids are probably really sensitive. And I do think that there's probably some sort of like, they don't realize they're being manipulative, like, because it's like, I don't know. Like, why can't we all just be happy there? And it's like, okay, but if you're like wanting everyone to be happy, why don't you pay attention to why people are upset? Mm.
0: Mm.
1: Kay, what was your opinion of the, of the little gals that we saw this week?
2: Okay. So we're talking
3: about Aurora and Brianna. The, oh, like, well done, Kate. Woo. I Googled <laughs> that. Let's not <laughs> give me too much credit. Um, Yeah, they, I agree. They, they were little Robins and I think that they just are repeating. They're just regurgitating what's being said at their household. I think, um, Mm -hmm. I have a feeling that in a few years or maybe when the cameras are finally down, uh (laughs) they will maybe hopefully readjust and kind of see everything for what it was with Cody and how he was treating everyone and
1: everything i mean i have hope for them but yeah we hope so if it ever ends and you know renee you were saying will this ever end and we obviously we do not want it to be cancelled um but their other income has been this speculation for years right because all we've seen for these 18 seasons is them you know let's put a deposit down we're in escrow on this house we're buying another house and it is millions of dollars and when kate and i did this show we covered it for the podcast um it was we went into the financials because kate and i love digging into the financials of um, reality tv stars and they were getting paid an obscene amount which we kind of know but also apparently what he keeps because you know how he's so busy cody is so busy guys like he you know he's just too busy to look after the kids he's always in his convertible with his little with his little visor on you know he's got a lot to do guys don't bother him um but he apparently runs a business that resells guns that's apparently his business
2: Okay, I mean that makes sense, and yeah. I have to say that the way that Cody Brown has changed since oh. COVID hit, I think he's into conspiracy theories. Yes. I think he's deep into conspiracy theories, and it's making him super pissed off, just like across the board. And he's mm-hmm. probably hanging out with these like super like fucking. I know, I know the Arizona Republicans. They like I grew up with the Arizona Republicans, and they're nightmares, yeah. and. And so he's like probably hanging out with all these root tootin cowboys all day.
1: Yeah, uh, QAnon. There's a bit this QAnon going on.
2: I've, there's gotta be something. He is into some sort of conspiracy theory because he's just like
1: so out there now. Mm. I mean, when we when we went back to the seasons during COVID, I mean he lost <laughs> he lost his mind. I mean, he, he fully lost his mind. And he That's like what you say he He's never been the same since. That's what conspiracy
3: theories do. And he wanted all of his wives to match him, match his fear and energy about everything and be obedient to him. He's the leader of the family and what he says goes. (laughs) And when they wouldn't do that, he broke something in
1: his mind. And now he... Cody is a broken man like yeah. without a doubt I mean even even Robin like Robin there is so much sympathy you could have for her with the lack of childcare, lack of this dream that she was promised you know sorry I keep laughing I know it's deeply insensitive when she's saying you know she's crying she's like oh you know I just imagined all, all <laughs> of us are rocking chairs on the porch it's like wow well, that dream is long gone robin she was promised all of that she was promised to cody that remember when he was courting her he was all like you know hobbing here and you know going over here and let's go for dinners let's do all this and now he is just a man that's so, you, can, you can just see him putting on those gloves to go and chop wood which is all he ever does now in that barren wasteland that is coyote pass and he's just angry all day robin has been left with like nothing that she was promised do you no, be- it's
3: do you believe her when she says she has no idea that there were so many issues with the family when she came into it
2: i mean it's kind of
3: hard to be- like wouldn't that kind of get broken down off camera like
2: yeah I mean, I don't know. I feel like if you're trying to get someone to join your family, you're going to be on best behavior, like everyone's going to be on best Mm -hmm. behavior. But I feel like she's she's intuitive. Like I was actually really surprised that she was a Capricorn moon and like a Libra sun because I thought for sure there was going to be a lot of water in her chart. And she does have some Scorpio in her chart, like just to like get a little bit into the astrology there. So like, I do think that she is intuitive, but with that Capricorn Mm -hmm. moon, it's like Capricorn moon is all about control. So like, she'll see what she wants to see. And if she doesn't want to see the problems, she's not going to see them if she doesn't want to. So like, maybe she didn't see them, but I don't think she looked because she has this sort of like. She wants the fantasy. She wants the dream. And so that's what she gives her energy to even when, like, even after Christine was like, I'm selling my house bye. she was like, I still have hope we can all be together. And it's like, that is delusional. Like, I'm sorry, I like bless your heart, I think is very sweet. But like, you know, there's this sort of like putting walls up against reality.
1: She's been willfully ignorant. And, and by the way, Renee, we're going to do a little segment where you're going to where I really want to get your insight on their um signs. Don't mention any of their. I know other- I messed it up. <laughs> no, it's OK, because I'm going to get I'm going to get Kate to guess because Kate's totally into astrology. So I'm really excited for her to guess them. Um, There is one overall thing that I think for all this time that we've been watching these people that I think is a really important uh, point that we should comment on. And that that is um, the interview looks. Now, I don't, I cannot fathom why not one of them has had hair and makeup for one of those interview looks this entire time. Mary is coming on that screen and she looks like, as we say in England, like she's been shag through a hedge backwards I mean the hairs over here she's got these jackets that she's loving that is not doing her any favors and I am so deeply confused why not one of them has ever got glam for these interview looks and I I feel very very sad about it
2: you know I think Janelle's been I think Janelle has like I think Janelle's hair it looks very Mormon to me it mm-hmm. looks very, like, whoa, that's, like, that wave is very Colorado City, that wave that she has. Exactly. I was, like, that's, like, that's, like, a nice Mormon hairstyle. Mm-hmm. So, mm. and then also, like, she had her makeup done really nice when she went to Christine's um, anniversary. where they, yes. like... Like I counted three drinks from Christine. I was yes. like, she had a Moscow mule. And then yes. she had that like pink thing. And I was like, and then I saw I another one. <laughs> I was like, I was counting drinks during that like- whatever that was hour. so i was
1: so happy to see that i mean so let's catch up to where we actually are now i know there's so much to talk about and we could do this for hours but where we are now in we have we, this last episode kate right why don't you take us through actually the last episode of what happened because i know you, you make really good notes
3: oh um that's funny to say that because i do not <laughs> <laughs> Cause I had to catch up, um, on this season. Like I just watched yeah. like five episodes in a row. Wow. Uh, so they're all kind of blurring together, but, um, this was, w- this was where we had this big conversation with Mary, right? She's deciding to take her business back to the B and sell her oh. LuLaRoe. So we have that big conversation. That was What's the
2: other? one before.
3: Oh, Those I'm getting days. confused. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's okay,
1: because that no, is important, though, Don't let it happen again. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because that is important, though, because that's that where she's talking to Cody and he, his reactions, guys. I was crying and also crying with, like, with laughter, but also cringe at That poor Mary. Kate, that conversation. Oh, my God. Uh, it's
3: like this game of chicken between her and Robin and Robin's just staring at her, wanting her to say what she wants her to say. And Cody doesn't know what's going on, or he's acting like he doesn't. Like none of them will say what they really mean, and it's so frustrating. Wow. It's like just be honest. Will
1: in the conf- his confessions this season have they really should get an Emmy because he has just been like, don't know why he's he says it's like don't know why Mary's even here. And she's like, oh, I'm so worried about telling, you know, Cody that I'm going to be leaving. And he's like, don't even know. Don't even know when she's in Flagstaff. I mean, it's no. so awful. And Mary's like, you know, I know that he doesn't care, but still, she's still, she's like, you know, um, when she was in that kitchen talking to him and she's like, you know, just so you know, I'm not, I'm not, I don't want you to think that I'm leaving you. And, um, and he's just like. Um, I don't want you to think I'm leaving you. I'm going to so. She has a monstrous size house. You see the size of that house she has for one person? And she's like, I'm just going to get something smaller. And when he talks about the barn dominium, oh my God. Man.
2: Yeah. And I loved how she was like laughing about it though. She's like, yeah, he'll just keep me with all his old stuff with his, with his cars and his old furniture and whatever else he doesn't want. I'll just live with, you know, the stuff that he doesn't need. I like, I thought it was so funny. How she it was responded. so it
1: was. symbolic. <laughs> it was, she hit the nail on the head completely as well. She got it. She's like, he's saying to me, I'm building this place to put all the stuff that I don't want. Hey, Mary, I've got a place that you could live. On it, and he's like, you know, when he's describing it, he's like, you know, you'll have like a little place where you'll have like a little oven, and you know, like a sink and stuff like that. Uh, I mean, it was so. Well, digging
2: the hole in the back. <laughs> he
1: doesn't even shit anymore. He's done. He is. He was driven to madness with COVID. And he is now living a life of cruelty, hatred, and anger. That's who Cody Brown is. And in this last episode, Christine couldn't be happier. She's having this party to celebrate the the, the anniversary of leaving him or, or her old... No, it was the anniversary of her marriage, right?
2: Yeah, and he calls her. Yes.
1: And he's Ooh. like, uh, no, I wasn't calling her to say anything. I only speak to Christine when I need to figure something out about the kids or truly, truly. It's all about truly, about truly. I'm not convinced, I'm not yeah.
2: convinced at all. No. I do a day he,
1: he is so angry. The stuff that he said to her when they first broke up, remember, he was like, I wasn't even attracted to Christine when I married her. I didn't want to marry her. She forced herself into our relationship. That
3: is rough. This woman gave years and years and years of her life dedicated to this guy.
1: So I mean they're currently out. We've got we went, he took Janelle out on out oh. for her birthday. Um and they they put the camera they turned the cameras off because they wanted some privacy. And um they apparently they went to a restaurant and stuff and she goes and Janelle said that she tried to hold his went to hold his hand and it just felt weird. So Janelle's like an inch away from saying I'm officially done. Um, we've got obviously Christine as of today is married and on her honeymoon. Um, yeah. We have Mary who's leaving, but no one cares, which I'm sorry, I'm saying that no one cares there, which is so unfair. And there have been a lot Robin of people saying, yeah, see a lot of people saying that she should just go and marry that best friend of hers that she's so enamored with and those two should live in that B&B.
2: Um, I feel like, I feel like that's the answer.
3: (laughs) The way she talked about her and her, her whole essence, her face just lights up around her and it's like, Oh, we haven't seen that from Mary in a while.
2: Although I've, yeah, I've had girlfriends though that make me feel that way just because they're like, you feel so, you just feel like someone has your back and you can just like laugh and be totally authentic with someone. And like, after being like ousted from the family and just like death gripping this relationship, like I could see where that comes from. But I have to say, I honestly think that like, I do think that there's still kind of a chance for. Janelle and Cody, because Janelle is very much like this is still my religion. I still believe in this, and she's not like letting go of her
1: religious beliefs. Mm-hmm. That's a good question. Where did the religion go in all of this? I feel like we had all seasons of well, I'm, we're part of a church which they would never name. It obviously wasn't, you know, um, Latter Day Saints, but we're this offshoot. But they never named it. But we're part of it. Then he he started giving sermons at home every Sunday. So important we go to church. I haven't heard a word about their religion or their involvement in it, especially not from Cody for years. It's bizarre. Yeah. The yeah. most,
3: the, I think the most we've seen this season was on Christmas. He read the, he's like, well, we always read the nativity story from the oh. Bible. And I was like, okay, I guess that's, that's Something. all that's really going
1: on the Wait, I
2: start celebrating Joseph Smith's birthday anymore.
1: <laughs> I know. What's going on with that? Don't understand that at all. Um, but I do love my favorite. I think what we'll do is before we go into the astrology thing um, section, I do want to get from all of you like a favorite part of this season. I'll start with just the constant conversations where Mary has to be sat outside why was that woman not allowed to have a conversation in Robin's house? I went over to Robin's and they're freezing cold. It's winter in Arizona and they're sat by a fire pit and she has to sit outside every time she's freezing and wearing one of those jackets. The fire pit scenes for me with Mary were my favorite. <laughs> oh my
2: God. When she puts the jacket on her and she says, I'll pretend Cody's hugging me. Stop. Oh. <laughs> stop. And
3: then, stop Renee. And then- I texted Pauline this while I was watching, but they tell that story about how there was one Christmas he forgot to get her a present. <laughs> no, and so he gave funny. her one of his old sweatshirts from his bedroom. Stop. Oof.
1: Stop. Renee, so- what's your favorite part?
2: I mean, I don't know that. Okay, so I don't know that I have like a favorite scene or a favorite part, but there is something that happened, like a like a social media um, episode crossover where you know in the last episode Cody Brown says I think Christine's got a lot of bad karma coming her way well she posted this week on social media a picture of her with her new husband at Disneyland and she said I guess this is just my good karma paying off or like something about her karma and I didn't know the correlation until I watched the episode and I was like that's uh that's pretty good
3: See, I like that's why I like Christine she's shady in a fun way she's like lightly shady and I like
1: that she is <laughs> she's mean as a snake but I like it I like it um guys I want to go hi Voodoo I love you so much <laughs> she's like, my girl, all- I was like I gotta pick her up but all our listeners Renee's dog Voodoo is joining us who she is a dream angel very very funny great sense of humor amazing pup um so I want to do this for fun because we obviously have Cody, Mary, Janelle, Christy, Robin. Kate, you are into, I would say you're quite knowledgeable with astrology. I feel as though, it's strange, it's something that I know zero about, um considering other things that I'm interested in but I don't know anything about astrology so I um and we have an an astrologer so we have an expert here with us so Kate I want you to go ahead and first of all guess
3: one by one all these yeah
1: and I want you to start with Cody start with Cody okay
3: I okay I wouldn't uh say I'm an expert by any means but I just I like reading about it and it's a you know something I Check into so okay. Cody is what I my impression of him is that he is so so stubborn mm. and um just a little bit detached emotionally. So I put Capricorn or
2: Aquarius, oh, Renee. He is a Capricorn Sun yeah. and a Capricorn Moon. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but I like I I I don't know his rising sign because I don't know what time he was born, but like mm. there has to be a Leo rising. Mm. Like there has to be some Leo somewhere. Um, but his Mercury okay. is Aquarius, so he would think like an Aquarius. The thing about Capricorns is like they like they tend to be they tend to like know who they really are a little bit later in life. Oh. So like, I'm yeah. wondering if he's just like come to this realization that he's like not a polygamist and he's just like, you know, pushing the women away. And I also like, I wonder if he's got this gun business. Like, is he hanging out with like weird conservative Christian people who are like, you know, saying, you know, I don't know.
1: I don't Interesting. know. Well, when I was well, well done, Kate, because you got ding. <laughs> you got that. that while I was getting them all and pulling their, um, their signs, I realized Cody has the same birthday as my father. Now, (laughs) I will let you know that my father, like Cody, had many women. Unfortunately, he was married to my mother at the time and not a polygamist, but that's another story. So let's move on. Um, (laughs) what about, let's go to Christine, your favorite, Kate. What about Christine? Oh,
3: okay. I get, she's, to me, she's quite independent. She's adventurous, fun-loving, bold, social. I get fire sign from her. So I put Sagittarius or Aries. Aries. (laughs) That's my son, my son, by the way. So that's fun.
2: Yeah. You know, what's interesting is in her chart, Saturn is opposing Neptune which is like it can distort your perspective like it can distort how you view reality Mm. um and then she's got a cancer moon which is very sentimental and so I feel like the poor thing probably just like held on for so long thinking that like things could be fixed and just also like being really determined to like maintain the relationship when really like She just needed to get on the other side of it and like go live Mm -hmm. her real, her real true fantasy. And she has Mars and Venus, which is like what we look out for relationships. They're right next to each other. So they were, it's called a conjunction. It means that those things like those two planets work together and that's in Gemini. And so like, it's like, I don't think she ever could have made polygamy work because she does need like one best friend. Like she doesn't need anything else. Wow. And I think I too, she's done with the other family members. She's like, I'm not like, I, she's just not going to have time for people she doesn't have like a, a heart and soul
1: bond with. Yeah. Okay. That's great. Wow. Kate, you're two for two. All right. I have, yeah. Oh, um, so let me take you to Janelle, Kate. Tell me who, what you think Janelle is.
3: I guessed Janelle as being a cancer. Okay. She just seems like such a soft, sensitive softy to
1: me. <laughs> Renee,
2: she's a Taurus. That's Ooh. me. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. she's a Taurus with a Capricorn moon. Okay. Um, I don't know. I feel like I feel like I'm kind of surprised by her being a Taurus because she is so easygoing.
1: Yeah. You know Thanks, I mean? Renee. Carry on. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like no. <laughs> <laughs> Taurus are not just like yeah. they are stubborn and they will totally like go toe to toe. Like yeah. you know, Taurus is lovely and wonderful until like they're not, and then you're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, True. So, yeah, she's like, and she's very grounded with that Capricorn moon because they're both Earth signs. So I feel like, you know, that's where she gets her even keel from. But mm-hmm. I wonder if she's a Libra rising because she's so fair.
1: -hmm. Oh, interesting. Okay, and and, uh,
3: Capricorns are really hard workers, right? Like I just Mm -hmm. see that in her too. Like she always had her. uh, When we first met her, she was like working every day, and yeah, yeah, Um,
2: exactly. Mm -hmm. And also, she's the one who handles the finances, and Taurus is the sign of money.
3: Woo! There you go, Polly.
1: (laughs) Money, money. Um, Okay. Okay, so let's. We're gonna leave then Let's do Mary. Let's do darling, darling Mary.
3: Uh, I guess Virgo. Okay, she's a
2: Capricorn
1: with a Libra
3: <sighs>
2: moon. Oh,
3: mm-hmm.
1: so her and Cody are the same. Like, what does that mean for a relationship if you're like it, two signs are the same and like two Capricorns?
2: Yeah, well, they're born a day apart. He's January <laughs> 17 and she's January 16, different years. Um, but I feel like it's the, like, it's this thing where like, you can be super compatible with someone of your sign, um, or it can just like be just the opposite. You know what I mean? But I think that, I think that when they fell in love, Capricorn is all about what can we build together? And I think that they both were like, we're going to build this amazing life. And like, we're going to like, look what we're going to build together. And I think that like Capricorns like never give up you know what I mean and so I think that's why like Mary's held on for so long but but judging by the previews that they showed you know what I mean that conversation that they're going to have this season where it doesn't sound like she's staying you know
1: she's done so. well the last one we've got is Robin Kate what do you think
3: I said Pisces or Gemini
2: oh Gemini is good
1: Mm, Gemini is good
2: yeah, but she is a Libra son. I thought for sure she was like a, a water sign too. Mm. I was surprised. Um she's got her Mars and Venus and Scorpio. So that's I think where that sort of like emotional energy comes from. But what's interesting, yeah. is she her son, when she was born, was like aligned with Pluto, um, which like does give a like it does have a destructive presence. So, like, Um, she can be destroying relationships without even realizing it just because it's in her chart. uh
1: (laughs) Uh-huh. That tracks. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That was good. Kate, I think you should give yourself a big pat on the back because you did very well in that, day. you? Yes, you did. Thank you. You really did. You really did. That was fun. We could talk about... I mean, there is... I feel like I have notes still for approximately three to four hours worth of recording. Unfortunately we can't do that right now. But um, I do want to say um, thank you so, so much, Renee. This has been so amazing. And I do want you to just please go ahead and tell us about what you're doing at the moment, where people can find you, your podcast, how to book you. Because guys, I will tell you right now, if you're listening to this, Renee is extremely busy and always booked up. If you can get a reading with Renee, you are a lucky ducky. So get in touch with her. Where can people find you, Renee?
2: So I'm most active on Instagram, which is Rainbow Glitter Star, which is also my website, RainbowGlitterStar.com. I write the daily horoscopes for Astrology.com. Um, I write for Shondaland.com. If you are a subscriber to the Newzett, I also write for them. You'll get your your horoscopes once a month from the Newzett. Um, so I am constantly creating astrology content and then my podcast is called The Glitter Cast, and it's all following the thread of astrology and mysticism and, you know, we've had our animal
1: communication episode that was so much fun to do. It was but do you know what, two days later after that came out, I realized I never told one of the kookiest stories that I had on there about my connection with kitten and a dream I had the night before he had an incident. I had this whole big story and I never told it. Well, we'll have to. Here's the
2: thing. I'll have you back on my podcast. Yeah. You'll have me back after the Sister Wives finale. <gasps>
1: yes. Yes.
2: I just invite I like I just keep inviting myself on this podcast. I was like, who can I talk to the, about Sister Wives? Cause like Please.
1: anytime. Anytime. Yes. Um, Kate, any last words for Renee before we unfortunately have to let her go?
3: I'm just, thank you so much for being here. It was really nice meeting you and I can't wait to have you back and chat again. Yes,
1: please. Thanks for having me on. So much. And guys, if you want, you've got all of Renee's places to find her on Instagram and be sure I will mention, Renee has a lot of followers and people have started to, there have been like scammers that are changing like one letter in Renee's Instagram. So can you just repeat your Instagram for people, please? Yeah,
2: it's a rainbow glitter star and -hmm. it's all one word all Mm -hmm. spelled the way those words are spelled yeah I don't have the verification badge because like I'm not giving Instagram money to verify like I know yeah I
1: know um it was I started to get these DMs and people following me that that had literally added one extra T in glitter and they were claiming they were you. So don't worry, I called them out and blocked them and everything. But guys, that's how you can follow Renee. Really. So just spell it as it is. Follow her on Instagram. For us, uh, for the podcast, Tender Loving Care Podcast, you can find us on Instagram at Tender Care Podcast. You can email us at tenderlovingcarepod at gmail.com. We have episodes out on a. T- Tuesdays hang on Woo. Tuesday Wednesday and Friday we have our Patreon and our subscriber episodes as well thank you so much for joining us everyone um, it was a blast and I can't wait to see what horrendous mistakes Cody makes next thank <laughs> you
0: <laughs> Bye-bye.
1: bye
3: bye